Hey, good morning, everybody. This is Joe Renoro, and welcome back to the Rat Race Liberation Podcast. We're back on our Dale Carnegie kick today. Uh, we're going to finish up the last couple of quotes here and, uh, and bits of, uh, excuse me, of nuggets that came out of this book, uh, How to Stop Worrying. And uh, not that we're going to finish them all today, but we are on the last uh, couple that I pulled on this first round of the book. And the today's topic is, um, well, I, I feel like honestly, every every single podcast episode for the last couple of weeks, I've started it off this way, but I'm going to start it off this way again because um, it holds true. Uh, very, very basic concept coming out of Dale Carnegie's book here, but um, really really important and uh and I can actually share a personal awakening that I had over the last two weeks as well that um that backs this up uh to a degree that I wouldn't think that it it would have but um but here we are so uh without further ado Dale Carnegie's words of wisdom uh coming to you from this episode is rest is repair a vital tool in your arsenal to ensure that you can continue onward for longer periods of time. All right, rest is repair. And then he goes on to give an example about how John Rockefeller used to take scheduled 30-minute naps daily. Um, and, and the overall idea, concept for this portion of it, for rest is repair, is that you need to rest before you get tired. Like I said, groundbreaking information that none of you have ever thought of before. Probably not, but I'm going to give you a couple of examples here and um, that'll hopefully drive this point home pretty quickly in a way that you might not have thought to the level of importance that this actually can be. And so there is a, a different example in the book that, um, that Dale Carnegie talks about here where uh, there are guys, and, and I'm, I'm going to preface this by saying I am definitely going to butcher this story because it's been uh, about a week or so since I heard it, and I did not take proper notes to remember this, but the overall concept of the story stuck in my mind, which is what led me to wanting to talk about this episode. So um, bear with me here. It's it's not exact, but uh, or excuse me, at least the details aren't going to be precise for what the story was, but the outcome is the same. So... Um, just keep that in mind. But uh, so Dale goes into a study that was done where um, there were employees at, uh, I want to say, um, some sort of metal yard or something. We'll, we'll call it that. Uh, and I, again, I, I apologize if that's probably not correct. But the overall idea is correct, which is employees were tasked with moving a certain amount of tonnage of metal or material. Um, from one area to another, uh, I think loading up train cars, possibly. And they were tasked with doing this day in and day out for their standard eight-hour shifts. And uh, so what they were doing was uh, they were moving about 16 tons a day per person. And um, there were some calculations that, was, that were done by, uh, by somebody. I, I honestly don't recall at this point. And the calculations came out to... Um, the, the gentleman proposed that actually every single person should be able to do 37 tons. Um, 
and again, I apologize. I don't think the numbers are quite correct, but it, but it was to that extent over the top. It was like thirty-seven or or forty-five, something like that. Like more than double what they were doing in a day. And uh, and so what what this person had proposed doing was um, timing this uh, the individual. So they they picked um, this one person to now. They were they were going to have somebody stand next to him with a stopwatch, and the idea was to time the entire day's activities. You know, here you come now. Now you're now you're walking. Now you're picking up the the steel, we'll call it, and you're moving it. Um, now you're resting, and uh, and what really came out of this, and, and I'm going to get to it very quickly here, is that uh, this person who was being stopwatch timed uh, to make sure that they were staying on this new. Uh, proposed get schedule, they would actually end up working for about 27 minutes, I believe it was, out of every hour and resting the remainder of the time. But because they were doing this and they were resting before they actually got tired, they did hit that mark. They were able to move the 37 tons or the 45 tons, whatever the number was, every day while the other people who were just consistently working throughout the day were only able to move 16 tons. And this is not an individual case study that that's held up over the test of time by itself. There have been multiple studies of this that show that if you rest before you actually hit physical exhaustion, you can actually continue through and do more. And, um, and that's what I was alluding to a couple of minutes ago here. I had my own version of this uh, recently as well. I used to think when I was training that, um, that you wanted to take it to physical exhaustion every time. So when I was running over the past you know, couple of months, I would just, I would run. I would run until I couldn't anymore and that's when it was time to take a rest and then I would pick it back up again and uh, so on and so forth. And what I can tell you is that my times were inconsistent, my rest periods were longer than they probably should have been, and it just led for an overall inconsistency is the only way I can really describe it. A very large inconsistency. It was very, very difficult to gauge um, my performance and to plan for a consistent performance. Um, You know, in terms of running long distances, Preparing a consistent performance is pretty much the name of the game, right? So if I can't match my my minutes per mile, um, I'm in trouble. You know, if I can, I'm running an all-out sprint and I run a seven-minute mile, well, that's great. But if my next mile is 13 minutes because my recovery period is super long because I just gassed myself out completely, it really doesn't do a whole lot of good there. Now, if I can average uh, an eight or a nine minute mile every single mile, that's a hell of a lot better. And then I can work on how I can trim that down and, and attack it to a level that I want. But, but without that sense of consistency that's born out of what I'm about to talk to you about, um, it's, it's really difficult. And so what, uh, what I started doing was um, I would run... miles of every half mile. So I'm I'm running four tenths of a mile now, and then I'm resting for the for the fifth tenth. And then so I I run 0.4, I rest for 0.1 as I walk at a at a a quickened speed, and uh, and then repeat. 
And what's nice is the point four mile. Like even when I was trying a different version of this, I would run for maybe a mile or two miles and then take a rest. But uh, you know, obviously, I would need a longer rest at that point, and I'd feel very tired. Um, all things considered, you know, uh, you know, going two miles at a time and then taking a rest um, was not doing it for me. It wasn't a long enough rest. If it was a long rest, it killed my time. So what I'm finding is that running four tenths of a mile and then walking a tenth and then running four tenths of a mile and then walking a tenth, I'm actually stopping and resting before I'm getting tired. And the results are exactly what Dale Carnegie alluded to in this um, and and using the case studies that he knew of at the time, uh, I have a consistent time and it's always the same time per mile and it's a hell of a lot better than what I was running. So now I'm, I'm hitting nine and a half minutes every single mile consistently because my body is resting before it actually needs to rest. And I know you guys might be thinking, what the hell is he telling me this for? What does this have to do with this podcast, this overall journey of entrepreneurship, um, you know, leading towards financial freedom and independence? How is this going to help me get out of the rat race? And what I can tell you, and, and I talk about it all the time, and honestly, sometimes I'm I'm proud of it depending on how successful the day was, but as entrepreneurs, you know, we're all looking towards ways to to gain a foothold in whatever industry we're working towards, right? This this journey's not an easy one, especially in the startup phases, because there's so much to do, or at least it feels like there's so much to do, it's overwhelming. And if you're anything like me, you know, you're sitting around thinking, Man, I could work twenty four hours a day, seven days a week for the next year, and I still don't think I would be where I wanna be. And what I think we all need to take a step back and realize here is that working yourself to death for any cause is going to do nobody any good in the long run, especially yourself. This game is a marathon, right? This is a lifestyle now. This is not a get-rich-quick scheme. Um, This is a lifestyle that we need to learn how to incorporate all of these different tools and concepts and procedures and methods that are out there to put forth the best effort day in and day out, week in and week out, show up consistently, do the inconvenient things, all of that stuff. But but it's also important to remember that you need to set time aside to rest, to recuperate, to rejuvenate. And that means a couple of different things. It doesn't necessarily mean sleep, although sleep is phenomenal and you should make sure you're getting the right amount of sleep per day for your body. Um, I used to think that I could run on five, six hours of sleep every day. I know that's not the case now. Um, I am a, I need seven hours. I really do. Anything less than that, I'm shot for the rest of the day. Anything more than that, and I feel like I've slept too much of my day away. Seven hours is my peak performance for sleep. That's what I target to get every day. Whether I had to have a late night and then I start off a little bit later the next morning, or vice versa, early morning, or, or excuse me, early night and I, I wake up earlier to get going, but seven hours is where I, I aim to be. So yes, the sleep portion of it's important, but it's also super fucking important to make sure that you're not exhausting yourself from a mental standpoint as well. You're going to hit times in the day that, you know, 
it's actually more beneficial for you to take 15, 30 minutes, walk away from what you're doing and just recharge whatever way that makes sense for you as opposed to trying to force yourself through another 15 or 30 minutes of the task you're on. Utilize rest just like any other tool in your arsenal, all right? Uh, it, it really will, it'll pay dividends for you if you don't believe me already. If you're already doing this, then you already know. Right, then you can already see the benefit in it. And if you think about it logically, it makes a lot of sense, right? Um, unless you're, I don't know. I don't even know what the percentage of the population would be, but unless you're some crazy percentage that what I'm about to say doesn't hold true to you, I think you'd already agree with and understand that you have parts of your day where you feel more productive, where you are more productive than other parts of the day, right? Maybe you're a morning person. Maybe you're, uh, you know, a night owl who works best, you know, in the evenings when there aren't, when, uh, excuse me, when there are less distractions. Um, maybe you're great in the middle of the day. I don't know, but you know as well as I do that you have peak performance periods throughout your day. So think about it. It does make sense, right? Would you want to tackle the most vital and important and inconvenient tasks and dominoes during the day when you're not at your best? Or do you want to knock those out during those times that you know about and then recuperate so you can plan and move forward on the next important task? Um, so again, this isn't new information, but... Um, I will say that some of the testimonials and up to a couple of weeks ago, even in my own personal day-to-day um, -day stuff, I wouldn't have thought about it to the level and extent to which Dale Carnegie brings it uh, to the forefront here. And um, and it's an important tool. And it, I, like I said, I think it's just as important for all of us to rec uh, remember as some of these tactics and topics about actually physically getting work done. Um, the ability to rest and rejuvenate and recharge yourself, whatever way that makes sense for you, is an important one. It, you know, like I said, sleep is one of them, but also mentally recharging yourself, taking a step back from what you're looking at, and um, and just letting your letting your batteries recharge so that you can come back in fully ready to tackle the next big issue in front of you. Um, and it's just an important thing that I think we all need to remember moving forward on this journey. Do not burn yourself out. This is a long, long play game, okay? This is the rest of your life. This is the path that you're on now. Um, entrepreneurship is a fucking marathon. It's definitely not a sprint. Don't treat it like a sprint because you're going to set yourself up for failure. All right? So that's what I got for you guys today. I appreciate you for tuning in. Hope this helps you guys, and I will check in with you all tomorrow.